Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a wonderful day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. Very big thank you to all the new Patreon members. Hello to all of you out there, to everyone who is a clicker of affiliate links. And without further ado, let's jump right into it for those of you not looking at the screen it says bitcoin and ethereum consolidate filecoin rallies we are in a very interesting point of the week right now cryptocurrency prices nearly 95 percent of coins within the top 50 are in red but not like a real red it's like i think bitcoin the last time i just looked a couple of seconds ago is down by 0.04%, so not really down, if you kind of want to say it that way. Filecoin, for some reason, there was no news about it. I'm sure somebody knows. That's how it always ends up turning out. Somebody's like, TMI, you didn't hear about the quadrupular upgrade? And I'm like, no, I didn't hear about the quadrupular upgrade. So something's probably happening with that coin, but for some reason, Filecoin is up by around 70%. Over the last couple of days, it says Bitcoin balance on exchanges sees a macro decline. Uh, we've had news like this for a while, and we typically get news like this before prices end up moving up. I cannot say that prices will continue to skyrocket to the moon. However, historically, we have seen before that as Bitcoin tends to leave exchanges, the price also tends to move in the same exact direction. This is a chart for it right here. We've had news about this for a while, especially with Ethereum. We see large amounts of capital flowing into different funds that are holding cryptocurrencies, while the amount of cryptocurrencies on exchanges also continues to decline. The last time that we had news like this was just around these two periods. This was in April of last year and October of last year as we were gearing up for the move to a $70,000 Bitcoin. I, for, I think it was, what was it, 14? I don't know what the exact number was anymore. Amount of uh, Bitcoin that was currently left on exchanges, but we kept on hitting this number right here. We hit it twice. And that's when Bitcoin ended up hitting $70,000. And since then, there's been a mass exodus of the amount of Bitcoin on cryptocurrency exchanges. And this is usually followed by a price increase, especially as we've seen an enormous amount of activity and optimism back within the cryptocurrency space. This one says Cardano price analysis. ADA stays on course to test 60 cents resistance. Sure, why not? A lot of coins right now, if you look at the charts, if you look at what analysts are saying about the charts, are very optimistic. Uh, it looks like we are basically just consolidating because of the weekend. We'll go over that in a couple of seconds. But a lot of coins do not seem to be done with their rallies. The rallies we have seen over the course of the last two or so weeks that are off the back of the Federal Reserve doing exactly what they said that they were going to do and then stock markets moving back higher. Talking about that, for those of you not looking at the screen, it says stock futures fall to start August trading with market coming off best month since 2020. So stock futures have fallen a tiny bit, nothing hyper dramatic, but it also just correlates once again as to why the cryptocurrency market is currently in the red. 
It says stock futures fell through the market's best month since 2020 as investors look ahead to another week of key earning reports and economic data. You heard that correctly. So as it's been for the last couple of months, I'm not sure why the cluster seemingly is sometime within this uh, two-month period. We are waiting to hear if a number of companies have done well. That's what we've also been going off of the last couple of weeks as well with the stock market to basically see if companies have hit their numbers, if it looks like we're in a recession, if they're posting better numbers than expected. They may have come forward at the beginning of the year and said, hey, bro, things aren't looking too good. But if they've done better than they said that they were going to do, stock markets tend to perform quite well as well. Economic data usually just has to always do uh, with the current economy. Are we in a recession? The president says no, and many other people say yes. But the other experts also say that we'd look like that we're not particularly in what they would call a recession, but it looks like we could potentially teeter there at some point towards the end of the year. Nobody knows. On Friday, all major indexes gained, posting winning, winning, oh no, it, said, it says winning. I almost said winning wins, posting winning weeks and capping off the best month of the year so far, and then some the Dow gained 6%, yada, yada, yada. Someone said, we are seeing a relief rally in the stock market as pessimism reached extreme levels and as longer-term longer term interest rates have been coming back down. This was said by Chris Zaccarelli, Chief Investment Officer for Independent Advisor Alliance. He said, we believe that the rally will last until later in the summer. But as stock prices rebound and it becomes increasingly clear that we are headed for a more typical recession, markets will once again have another sell-off. But until that time, enjoy the rally as it's likely catching a lot of people off guard. I told you this all before. I, I'm expecting markets to slip around October, November. Um, as it appears now that the Federal Reserve rate hike is not immediately imminent and probably will not happen. I think the news that we got was the 20th or the 22nd of September. I believe that'll be the time for the next market move down when all markets will feel the pressure of people in the stock market getting afraid, selling off, and then all markets will kind of follow it. But as of right now, the optimism across all markets and dare I say the greed is very palpable in the air. Everyone kind of knows that uh, uh, markets are going to go back up. Everyone's kind of buying right now. You, it, d Depending on where you uh, spend most of your crypto time after this. I usually stay on Twitter. I dig around Reddit sometimes or I look on Instagram. But Instagram's kind of like trashy now at this point when it comes to crypto information. Um, you find a lot of people talking about what they're going to buy, when they're going to buy. It's like, I'm waiting to get my paycheck so I can buy some more of this, and I'm buying some more of this coin. And this news or this information from people wasn't there a couple of weeks ago. So I'm expecting personally, you know, I am not psychic. I am not telling you to buy something because a lot of people, for some reason, watching this channel hear me say something, and they're like, oh, TMI told me to buy it. No, hold it. The idea is that I'm having right now is that we will probably see markets move up unless, once again, something weird happens, unless a country does something, unless something else is floating around in the air. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, we will probably see prices move up until around the middle of September. The thing that I'm most interested in is, is that this will be the exact same time when Ethereum has its upgrade. So will Ethereum be able to actually buck a trend of the stock market potentially going down because the Fed is raising rates again. 
or, you know, what's going to happen is kind of the question that I'm throwing out there. Uh, Stock markets that have already begun to open in Asia um, are doing just fine. Some of them are kind of 50-50, but it's, it's, it's usually the same exact story, and it's kind of ridiculous, and I hate how it happens. Other markets wake up. They basically teeter sideways. Some things are in red, but nothing is like dramatically down. And then we end up hearing that the U.S. markets are doing well, and then the rest of the world ends up doing well as well, as opposed to moving on their own accord, which is a bit of a gigantic shame that everyone around the world always has to follow the leader. Um, Crypto hedge fund veteran uh, Mark Yusko is predicting a Bitcoin spring kicks off Bitcoin more. Here's his timeline. It's basically right now. They don't really even have to go into it. He says that it looks like uh, basically off the prices that we were hitting before. Remember where we kept on seeing uh, the 17,000, 18,000, 17,500, 19,000, 18,500, bumping back and forth between there. He says that according to his numbers, it looks like that those were the actual bottom. He said it hit 17,500, then we went up and fell back to 18,000, then we went up, then we went down to 19,000, then we went up. And then there was a number of 20,900, which I also was talking about on the channel that all the analysts, for some reason, that was the exact number that they kept on giving. It wasn't exactly 20,000, it wasn't 21,000, it was 20,900. And I said, if we break 20,900, we'll have three higher lows and three higher highs. That's a pretty good bull trend. And maybe spring will be here. His idea is that uh, spring, of course, logically, has to come before summer. And that we will be in this spring trend of prices moving up relatively until sometime the middle of next year. Which he predicts will then be the uh, the summer of the cryptocurrency space starting. Which will then uh, give us energy or ignite the momentum uh, for the further bull run as we are getting next to the next Bitcoin having, which if you haven't been here before is always this really weird euphoric. Everyone kind of goes completely insane. Uh, prices end up moving up. It happens the same way every single time. And I know that people will once again be shocked. Prices end up moving up. Uh, we get near the previous all time high, but we do not pass it. And people are like, oh, well, I maybe this time's different. Maybe the Bitcoin having's not the same. And it's always after a year, no, it's, it's half a year after the Bitcoin halving that we end up going to the brand new all-time high. It's always the same. It's always the exact same way over and over and over. Uh, but from what we've seen right now, once again, unless something hyper-dramatical happens from some country or some event or something floating in the air or on people's skin, you kind of name it, uh, it looks like the market will be fine at least until September. Also tying into, um, if you will, price news. This is going to get completely out of hand. And I'm, how do I say this? If it becomes too much for you, don't feel ashamed to step away. And I mean that in complete honesty. Uh, there was something that sparked this beginning conversation, and it basically has to do with Ethereum developers saying the 19th of September. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Ether fans versus Bitcoin maxis. Analysts sparked the debate of Ethereum overtaking Bitcoin. There, I mean, it's kind of one of the main discussions happening once again in the cryptocurrency space. The idea of Ethereum having their upgrade was kind of a, a pipe dream, a cloud dream. It was a dream that was realistically probably never going to happen. The idea has always been that. 
the longer that Bitcoin stays in number one place, nothing will be able to overtake it. We've had these metrics before. This was years ago. This is no longer really spoken about, but they were very popular metrics. The idea being that every 24 hours that Bitcoin stays on, the more likely it is that Bitcoin is never going away. The day, more that a day passes that a senator, a congressman, a parliament member doesn't scream the words ban Bitcoin, the more that, you know, a couple extra thousand people get into the market, end up owning Bitcoin more, no, mo, you know, the, the, the more that adoption spreads, the more Bitcoin will be around. Years later, um, altcoins began to enter the scene. A lot of people didn't like altcoins. I told you all before, when Ethereum first entered the market, I was told, don't buy it. It's garbage. It's trash. It's not going anywhere. It's the worst of the worst coins. If you want to buy something, look at maybe Litecoin because Litecoin at least sounds like Bitcoin. It was a very ridiculous time. As, as Ethereum became a lot more popular, especially around 2017, it went from $8 to $1,200, I think was the maximum. But by around the time it got to 1000 the discussion then became, can Ethereum become the number one coin? And this kind of settled down. The dust fell over the course of the last couple of years. But once we got this news in exact air quotes, date uh, of when the merge, the upgrade, Ethereum 2.0, the merge, verge, splurge, perturb, dirge was supposed to happen, a lot of people who I guess the media would consider to be a Bitcoin maximalist, basically meaning they only care about Bitcoin, usually You're usually in two groups. I know that there are more than two groups. It's either you are an altcoin or you are a Bitcoin maximalist, and they do not get along for whatever reason. And now, over the years, a lot of uh, people who loved Bitcoin began to like Ethereum because Ethereum was also using proof of work. And one of the main mantras of the original Bitcoin maximalist is that if you are using proof of work and you are therefore using tons of computing power, this gives your coin value. Why? Well, they say that the energy that is produced or required, if you have 10,000 machines on, think of this way, they're all plugged into a wall or different wall sockets. The amount of electricity that they require to create one coin is therefore the value of that coin. This is usually the argument from the people on the Bitcoin side. However, with the move over to proof of stake, Ethereum will no longer need this computing power. You will be able to essentially mine or create new coins directly on your laptop. That's causing a lot of people to say that Ethereum is going to become the number one coin as we have entered into this debate realm of proof of stake, proof of work, my coin's better because it uses less electricity and therefore is more economically, ecologically friendly with Bitcoin kind of sitting in its own corner. So the current debate and one of this trails on, I promise you, because I woke up and was like, whoa, people had nothing to do with their weekend, is that a lot of people are believing that Ethereum is going to become the number one coin within the next nine months. That is a very like exact time frame. The idea is that once we hit September 19th, once again, air quotes, don't know if that's going to be the exact day is that Ethereum will officially have become deflationary. Ethereum will have more transactions per second. Ethereum, what's the other thing? The only way to create Ethereum will be by having Ethereum or Ether on the actual blockchain. Uh, More projects will join the thing. More usage, more coin burn, higher price, more people locking it away. 
into the actual Ethereum smart contracts to be able to create new coins, what have you. Coin shortage, price rise, outpacing Bitcoin, number one coin. Will this happen? I don't know. It seems completely plausible. Years ago, I would have told you no, but the cryptocurrency space is so weird that literally anything can happen. Um, the idea is right now, from what I've seen from my corner of the space, is that a large number of people who were very big believers in Bitcoin have kind of tripled down, not doubled down. They are saying that Bitcoin is the only coin that there should be, which has not been spoken about since around 2014, 2015. And the people who are in the altcoin space who are following all of this are doubling down as well, saying that Ethereum will be the king of coins and also the altcoin king, if that makes any sense. So not only will it flip Bitcoin to become number one, but as it is originally an altcoin, it will be the center of attention for the entire market. That brings us once again to the actual most popular news story of the day. Ethereum's Vitalik Buterin has called MicroStrategy's Michael Saylor a total clown as Bitcoin maximalist. That's a weird way to end a sentence. Uh, bashes Michael Saylor in the latest tussle between Bitcoin maximalists and altcoin creators. Vitalik Buterin in a tweet on Sunday referred to MicroStrategy chief Michael Saylor as a total clown as a YouTube clip surfaced of Saylor describing every other crypto aside from Bitcoin as a security lacking sound ethical fundamentals. He said, why do maximalists keep picking heroes that turn out to be clowns? End quote. A lot of, and now here's the part that I find ridiculous, at least from my view. Once again, I can only give you my view. I am no one else. The idea of a security by Bitcoin maximalists has always been deemed something stupid. It makes no sense. Bitcoin in itself is simply Bitcoin. It is neither a security or a commodity. It is simply Bitcoin. It is a means of payment. It is a means of saving. It is a gold standard. It is all these things. And the idea of having anyone from any regulatory body within the cryptocurrency space declaring any coin is anything is nonsensical, as these are cryptocurrencies. This has been the usual mantra from Bitcoin maximalists. It simply is Bitcoin. It is nothing else. So the idea that in the last month, as we got news that Ethereum is going to be upgrading, a large number of people who consider themselves to be Bitcoin maximalists or would be called so by the outside looking in, uh, have begun to scream loudly that Ethereum is a security. XRP is definitely this. All other coins are complete garbage. You should only be focusing on Bitcoin. The idea of proof of stake has also become a very large conversation for Bitcoin maximalists. Why are you doing this? We don't need this. Bitcoin needs to be proof of work. And the discussion had always, for the last year, had been, should Bitcoin move over to proof of stake as well? Securing its position as the number one eco-friendly coin and therefore yada yada. And Bitcoin maximalists completely lost their minds. Why? If you remember a couple of minutes ago, the idea of Bitcoin having value comes from the idea that it uses so much electricity and is using so much power that is then squeezed and concentrated as if you were squeezing a lemon into a single drop that ends up coming out as a coin. But 
a lot of the people who believe that Bitcoin is the only coin, should be the only coin, have kind of been going off on a tangent. But for some reason, Michael Saylor over the weekend kind of caught the attention of everyone in the cryptocurrency space. In the interview in question, Saylor, aside from implying that all other cryptocurrencies are securities, which makes absolutely no sense, also stated, all legitimate talent is working in the Bitcoin ecosystem. He said, if you're honest, ethical, and competent, you would be building on the Lightning Network. It is worth noting that Buterin was not the only one who disliked Saylor's comments. The other prominent one who stepped up uh, was John Deaton, the legal representative for XRB holders in the ongoing legal battle <coughs> between the USSEC and Ripple. Also expressed some misgivings over Saylor's comments. According to Deaton, Saylor's definition of security is fundamentally flawed and his ethical arguments are absurd. This, my friends, was the most popular news cluster of the day. Um, they were not the only people to stand up. They just happened to be the two most popular ones uh, from the XRP side and the Ethereum side, as I guess they're mostly in the news right now. The guy from Cardano also came forward. Many other people were kind of all screaming at each other, you know, just basically writing in bold or in caps or whatever on Twitter back and forth. It's weird to be having these discussions again. This was a major topic in 2019. This was kind of the topic. If you type in flippening, not a real word, 2017, your computer is going to melt because of the amount of articles that it's going to find. There was also a very big tussle online as well as to if other altcoins should exist. And this is why I wholeheartedly believe the entire reason why we have the discussion of securities or XRP being a security comes from Bitcoin maximalists. XRP became the number two coin and if XRP, I think, had risen by another 40 or 50%, it would have become the number one coin. Bitcoin maximalists online began to scream at the top of their lungs, this coin's a security, don't buy it. This coin's a security, don't buy it. This coin's a scam, don't buy it. And people listened because it was very easy. For, it's, it's very easy for people to lie in general online and to terrorize and scare other people. And that's why we're in this situation where we are right now, where you might have remembered the last couple of weeks and months Every time that any coin does something wrong, air quotes, or people lose money from a coin, they call it a security and they run to the SEC and they say, SEC, please help us. It's because of them. We, we, th 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 there was absolutely no discussion in 2017 of any coin actually being a security because once again, the mantra is these are cryptocurrencies. These are currencies. These are means of payment. Why would they be a security? Why would they be a commodity? Why would they fit into any new bubble of phrases from the 1920s when this was made after computers and after the internet? So, as it stands right now, um, I am—I do not consider myself, no, not a Bitcoin maximalist, if you will. I think Bitcoin will do well as long as the network stays on for infinity and beyond as 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 the saying goes uh do i think other coins can pass by bitcoin probably nothing is really set in stone in this market bitcoin doesn't have a a 100 trillion dollar market cap which is like whoa we can we can't get anywhere near that it's still anyone's game all the all the upgrades and stuff that were promised for bitcoin years ago we still don't have them 
We still don't have uh, complete private transactions. The last thing we got was Taproot and uh, um, Segwit. We're missing about 14 other things. Other coins are still being, uh, you know, built on. Do I think, uh, listen, the, the the idea of Cardano becoming the number one coin, probably not likely. Same exact thing with Lumens or many other coins, but Ethereum, it looks like it could happen. Um, I don't know if this is happening because of fear that Bitcoin could be overturned in the market, but the amount of uh, Bitcoin people out there who, I mean, they're saying nasty, really mean, crazy things in their tweets uh, over a protocol that they did not build. I usually assume in cases like this, the people who are screaming the loudest are the people who got into Bitcoin earliest, and they're just trying to defend their investment by making themselves look a little intense. So, you know, most of these people are also like 100 millionaires or billionaires, you know. I think you'll do just fine in life with the money you have. Anyway... So, yeah, this was the most popular news story of the day. Is this also one of them? Uh, Yeah, everyone's talking about it. I mean, it's not that special. Drama like this happens all the time. And I always... Why these grown men are fighting like children online is the weirdest thing in the world to me. I think we would see so much more growth, not only as a community, but a society, if people just kind of kept their heads down and like built in their own corner, I feel like it would make so much more sense if Michael Saylor just kept to his own, hired people to continuously build on Lightning, and just assumed other coins were terrible without actually saying it out loud. But anyway, um, that's the Vitalik Buterin called Michael Saylor a total clown, and everyone else is also... Uh, screaming at him and there he's screaming back news and I, I mean don't once again and, and and I mentioned earlier if you feel the need to step away because reading a lot of so I sometimes of course we're all intrigued if we see something crazy happening online like we kind of want to you know look over and see what's going on very rude comments so if you're not in, in the mood for negativity today don't don't look at those comments because these are literally just protocols that none of these people except for Vitalik built um so yeah all right let's move on also in vitalik buterin says news um basically this was also super popular like this was everywhere news as well and i don't know why this needed to be news so basically for those of you who don't know facebook has now been called meta uh, Meta is creating their own metaverse, and Vitalik Buterin basically said that he thinks that their project isn't going to go anywhere. It's going to be a misfire. It's going to be a failure. It's going to completely fall apart. He thinks that all the centralized uh, metaverses will not be able to compete with anything decentralized, as they'll simply be a carbon copy of the old stuff that we had before. It's basically Facebook with a headset that you'll be able to do so and so with it. I agree, as probably do many other people, but for some reason, this became popular news because everyone was like, yeah, he's right, fudge Facebook and their terrible ecosystem, and I, and it's like, why was, why was it like, I, I wish I could bring you more news from this, but that is the actual news that was also very popular. Uh, Vitalik Buterin basically said that trees have leaves and sometimes dirt is dirty. 
And everyone was like, dude, you're so right. Corporations are bad and Facebook, Ethereum and all this other kind of stuff. So that was also in the news because the cryptocurrency space is absolutely ridiculous. I told you all of that before. Like, I, like I, I said that. I didn't get any articles written about me. I don't see any TMI said Facebook is terrible. And probably everyone's going to go for the decentralized ones. Because people want to be able to have fun in the metaverse. People want to have fun in real life. If you tell me I'm going to live in a metaverse where I can walk underwater and, and you know live on other planets, uh, I, I expect that'll do a little bit better than... Anyway, that's the Vitalik Buterin uh, said uh, meta is terrible and it'll misfire and everyone loved it news that's a weird that is a weird photo that is a weird superhero photo moving on and also in this was super popular news and i'm not sure if these people just got into the market there were about five articles today uh, for those of you not looking at the screen it says 900 million XRP have been unlocked from the escrow wallet. Uh, there were a lot of articles floating around today that were talking about um, Ripple unlocking XRP and how this was the cause of the price going down. Once again, this is why I said I don't know if these people are brand new to the market. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, in 2017, a lot of people began to you know, actually read and do their own research and they realized that there were a lot of XRP floating around and that the company Ripple also held a huge amount on them. That's just kind of how it happens. Also, surprise, um, Ethereum was also a pre-mine and the people from Ethereum also hold a huge amount of Ether. Who's shocked? I know one person is. They were like, what? I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. Research. The point is, is that they had so much XRP that they promised the community that they would not dump all of them onto the market. Why would they do that in the first place? Because people are idiots. And a lot of people who believe exclusively in Bitcoin told a lot of other people years ago that they would be dumping billions of dollars worth of XRP onto the market to simply take this little bit of money and to run away to an island somewhere. Why would they do that? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like I told you all before, this happens quite frequently. Why would a cryptocurrency company, knowing that they could exist for the next 40 or so years, making billions of dollars per year, simply take $300 million and then run away with it? Not very likely that it would happen. So they locked up all their XRP into this gigantic machine escrow kind of thing. And every single month, 1 billion XRP is released from the escrow. Yay! What happens is they release it automatically, like it's not them, it's the actual computer doing so. And during the course of that month, if they have to pay... For community members going to the other side of the world to go talk with presidents or they have to build new infrastructure or, they, or they're funding a new project or they're doing so-and-so, <clears throat> it gets paid for from that XRP. Anything that's left over, so let's say they release 900 million is usually a billion, and they say, hey, uh, we only use 200 million this month. What about the rest of it? Guess what happens to it? It gets relocked back into the escrow for another five years. Yep, five years. That's, that's how, how it works. So XRP was released from the escrow wallet today, and there were many articles talking about, is this the reason why XRP has gone down? No. Please go get a life somewhere else that's not the cryptocurrency space, because it doesn't make any sense that in 2022, people are still writing the same kind of articles that they had written before in 2016 and in 2017. I'm just not understanding. I, I, I don't really get where a lot of this is, is going or coming from or the exact objective of a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space but please stop it like i mean realistically like go trade stocks go do anything else because you are ruining the cryptocurrency space and have been doing so for a very long time back in 2017 me telling people no it's fine xrp will d totally be okay and then going from half of a cent to three dollars and people being like <gasps> 
how did that happen and nearly almost because I told you they had all the partnerships. They were actually partnering with all the banks and then lo and behold, somebody starts a lawsuit against them, which I still believe is completely fraudulent from the SEC because they're corrupt as all heck. Anyway, that's the Ripple unlocked XRP from the escrow because that's how the computer works. Uh, Vitalik Buterin uh, said that Facebook won't survive. First of all, no one's really using Facebook. I think only people over the age of like 60 it's like my grandmother and my mother who are still using X, uh, I almost said XRP, who are still using Facebook. I, I don't know anyone young who actually like extensively uses it to keep, is, is anyone out there still using Facebook? You can tell me. You don't have to lie. You don't have to be embarrassed. Nobody can see you. It's fine. You can tell me. Um, and then also, uh, apparently, Ethereum might be flipping uh, Bitcoin, and Michael Saylor says that people who are not working on Bitcoin are unethical. News. All right, let's move on. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. Gee, this room is hot. Jeez, I should have turned, oh my gosh, I'm like melting in here. GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on. Empire Queen, Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben Arachno, Dave Tony Ambrosky, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z, Wait, Lay, Mobarazzi, VBNerd21, Miguel Grillet, Lauren De Silva, Corded, Biddy Troy, All Good, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Steuer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Abiliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasic, Wise Knight, Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cold D3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich the Third, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Garner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Body McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Mongs Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger, Ramach, Anissa, On Crypto with Lionel and Crayola, Michelle URL. Gracias. Thank you very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who has left a like, who writes the word algo, who is listening to me scream. You've been here for a very long time, many of you. You know how, like, it's so ridiculous. Like I said even years ago, I don't understand why people make themselves ununited people make sure that there's like uh, uh, negativity and strife always like you know how to be a good person like stop writing these ridiculous articles or stop calling other people unethical because they're into other coins i would assume that more people are actually more ethical if they're into a lot of proof of stake projects because at least they're trying to do something when it comes to like co2 gases and stuff like that i mean choo choo just stop these are major figureheads in the cryptocurrency space, and the things that they say end up reverb, like reverberate for years to come. Tons of people still believe that something is wrong with XRP because of what Bitcoin maximalists said back in 2017. I'm sure there's still tons of people who refuse to own any kind of Ether because of what they heard in 2016. It's so insane. Like, just stay in your own corner. If you believe in a coin so much, build and work on that coin. Buy up only that coin. Why be negative? Like us spreading negativity within our own market lets other people know that we have discord and that they can say negative things as well. And all it takes is someone starting a rumor to drop the entire cryptocurrency market. How many other times before do we have news like that from all these other rich people who were like, oh, crypto terrible, crypto no good, crypto bad for everyone. And then, and then all of our prices fell. Bitcoin is currently at $23,334. It is up by 0.45% in the last hour. 
down by 1.5% in the last 24 hours. This is what I was talking about as well. Like the, the down numbers aren't really down per se. Ethereum still up by 11% in the last week. Bitcoin still up by 6% in the last week. The numbers are still looking pretty good. Binance Coin is still up by 12% in the last week. XRP is up by 10% in the last week as well. Cardano is up by 5%. Solana is up by 11% in the last week. Polkadot is up by 24% in the last week. 7% in the last 24 hours. These numbers are looking great. Like the cryptocurrency. This is why I think there was so little actual price news because there's not really much to say because we've just kind of been doing well or trending sideways over the weekend as we wait to see what stocks are going to do. Polygon is up by 12% over the last week. Shiba Inu is up by 7 in the last week. Tron is up by 6%. Uniswap is up by 22%. Ethereum Classic is still up by 51% in the last seven days, 2% in the last hour. Are, are markets opening up or something like that because all the all the numbers are back in green once again. Anything like super significant or super crazy going on? Cosmos is up by 12. Filecoin is up by 83% in the last seven days, 22% in the last 24 hours. I guess someone's filing something on the coin. Internet computer is up by 37%. Flow is up by 13%. VeChain Thor is up by 11 in the last week as well. Hedera is up by 10. Tezos is up by 9% in the last week. Ave is up by 15% in the last week as well. EOS is up by... Something's happening there. I, I, I don't know what's going on, but something... EOS is up by 15% in the last week. If we get any announcement soon, it'll be completely obvious as to what's happening. Because that keeps happening with, with, with mainly EOS. It's not in the news. The price keeps pumping. And then we end up hearing that some kind of upgrade is happening. I'm still waiting for uh, voice and all the other things that we were promised at the beginning of the year with the uh, the... Uh, EOS 2.0 uh, rebranding kind of thing going on. OKB is up by 23% in the last week. Maker's up by 16 And yeah, I hope you all had a great weekend. It was a very weird weekend. It was kind of like fun and then not fun. I can't explain it. It was kind of all completely in the middle. My neck was hurting. I was super tired. I, woke, I, I literally woke up on the wrong side of the bed, like physically and unliterally. I don't know what the other word is. Uh, there is, but I was just a little grumpy the entire day and I couldn't get out of it. I do hope you all enjoyed. I do hope you all are having a great day, great morning, great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. Do hope it's absolutely fantastic. What coins are everyone buying right now? There's a lot of, the coins are still looking a little inexpensive to me and I'm buying about f- five, four, five. No, no, it's five. It's five. It's five. It's five. It's five. I'm looking at the list right now. Does anyone else do this as well? I write down like a physical list. I make some stuff on my phone, but I like writing actual like numbers on a piece of paper so I can get, so like I have like a certain objective number of, a, of an amount of altcoin that I want to buy. So like I want to buy a thousand of this coin. I want to buy a thousand of that coin. This coin I want to buy 15,000 of because, you know, it has a higher supply. Does anybody else do that? I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one. I met one of my goals yesterday. Super excited. Finally, completely rounded out how much of a coin that I wanted. I still have uh, four other coins that I'm trying to get a couple more of because, you know, I want to reach the goal, but also I want to kind of like, you know, uh, have enough uh, should prices move up because realistically, I don't want to, I'd rather get all the coins now that I want that I think will do well during the next like bull, bull, bull cycle as opposed to just kind of like waiting because I've waited before and it's really annoying. I've literally waited like 
until like I see prices are really moving back up. I'm like, okay, another day, another day, another day. And I see prices going up and I have to spend all this money to buy at a higher price. So I'm doing it right now. I do hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all are having a great day. Great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. To hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, liking, and or supporting. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.